Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Merlin Cast episode 22. It's been a big week in the Merlin fandom. Series 5 just premiered last night. Arthur's Bane Part 1. <laughs> we have some uh, mixed opinions on the episode, but overall, there's some good and some bad. My name is Aaron Millard. And I'm Sarah Sutherland. Okay, well, we'll get right into it. We're going to start with the news. Um, as everyone should know, uh, Series 5 premiered last night in the UK at 7.45. And yeah, it was, a, it was a great episode. One thing I want to say, actually, before we get into this is, if you're listening to this and you have not seen the episode, I would advise you to stop this podcast and wait until you've seen it, because it's going to be all about the episode and I really don't want to spoil it for you, so just, uh, just be careful. Um, but other than that, you know, I was I was happy with the episode, and Sarah, you kind of were disappointed, right? Yeah, I'm. I am mixed feelings. I'm happy that Merlin is back for another season, um, but uh, I feel. Mm, I just feel like this episode pushed too many things that the show wasn't ready for. It was a very awkward transition, um, but I, we'll discuss more about it later. Just yeah, definitely. Uh, but. <laughs> I mean, from what I've read online, there's uh, there's quite a few positive reviews. There's a couple ones that sound more like uh, Sarah's side of things. But um, I think one of the, the biggest things people were really happy with was how much um, the camera quality has increased, and even the filming quality. Like, the way they filmed some of the scenes was um, different than how they've done them before, but it, it was something people were pretty happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about the end of the contract? Yes. So, um, I just recently found a news, news video, um, from French, uh, French news video that finally had English subtitles. Um, I think it premiered September 17th or something like that. It was about a month ago. Um, but it was just this news story at Pierre Ford's castle where, as you know, Merlin does most of its, um, Camelot shooting. And apparently, they had three condensed blocks that they uh, record or they film every year, and the April May session has been canceled, and this has led to a lot of rumors going around that series five might be the last season of the entire you know series, and that that's just and it's it's just a lot of rumors flying around. Nothing's confirmed, but um, there was. Uh, an, an extra that had been an extra since series one um, says that it feels like the show is ending for him because they're they're possibly not shooting up Pierre Fords anymore. So um, it seems that a contract like with the castle could have been expired. Um, there, it also could be that they're trying to find a new location, which would be very interesting to have. I mean, yeah. it, it wouldn't be. That's bittersweet, because we know Pierre Ford's castle, like, we're so used to the Camelot we see now, um, but definitely it would be very interesting to get some new locations, new location shots, um, just to change it up and have them not try to make, you know, different, yeah, different scenarios with CG or something, um, but it, I don't know, it, we're kind of, I, I don't know, it seems that this possibly could be the last season, um, and obviously the feature film, I mean, everything's in talks right now, but this, uh, news 
this like new session kind of confirms that this might be the last series ever, right. <laughs> which is I think sad. I I <laughs> still feel like there's going to be one more, but it's interesting what this could mean. I know I did read in one um one article that this year, like CGI wise, they it was like a almost half of all the scenes they shot was with CGI because they're getting so much mm-hmm. better with it. So maybe they're just yeah. going to be able to um, not use that location anymore and save some money. Um, either that, or maybe in the next series, if they do have one, maybe they've been, maybe Camelot's been destroyed. Honestly, I don't know what could happen. Maybe they're just fighting off in another land, and they don't need the castle as much as they did before. I could be wrong, but that's literally that's literally what I was just thinking when you're like, maybe a new location, maybe Camelot Castle will be destroyed. Right, yeah. <laughs> and you know, there's going like to be that epic deep. battle with Arthur and Mordred. Yeah, like that's going to happen. So yeah. Well, maybe. is it going to happen this season though? Yeah, that's know. the question. I don't know. Hmm. We will yeah. see. I guess. Um. Once more episode titles come out, I feel like we'll be able to get more of an idea of what what's going to happen. But yeah, for right now, it's just kind of a guessing game. <laughs> Uh, the next one there, I I did watch this video too. Katie McGrath wants your artwork. If you tweet um art, Merlin artwork to at Merlin official, the official Merlin Twitter, it could be featured on the Merlin Facebook page. So if anyone out there has an artistic side and they like to uh you know either paint or draw you know pictures of Merlin or anything else, I'm sure you could even like. If you made like a Merlin sculpture, maybe they'd like that too. Um, that actually <laughs> or cookies is kinda, or something. Yeah, it's kind of different, so maybe that would do better. But yeah, if you want to try and get your artwork featured on the Merlin Facebook page for thousands of people to see, I definitely would encourage you to tweet your pictures into mm. Merlin Official. I can tell you right now, I will not be doing that because I'm about the least artistic person there is. Yeah, pretty much same. I have some ability, but it's mostly just sketching and cartoon characters, so I don't think that they'd want mine either. <laughs> um, plus, I take forever to draw. Anyway, um, next part, Alex Lejos, I think that's how you pronounce it, um, who plays Mordred, the, the new Mordred on Merlin. Uh, he, they posted a video on Merlin official YouTube page, um, and he wants your predictions of what Mordred will do next. So... Um, sounds like he's really, really interested in the fandom, and he loves interacting with fans. So I would definitely go and post your predictions, and maybe you'll get a reply from him. Or um, he definitely said he's going to be reading it. So you would go to Merlin Official YouTube page, um, look for the video, A Familiar Face, and go and post your predictions of what Mordred's going to do this season. That's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. the official premiere date for France has been released as February 2013. Yes, that was and said in the news, um, news segment. I read, um, I believe in Australia, it's October, I want to say, it was either the 10th or the 14th. It's mm. a couple of days from now, but, um, I'm sure most people have already seen it, honestly, like, and the American <laughs> date, of course, is in January on sci-fi, but I'm pretty sure any big fan of Merlin's probably going to have seen it by then. Just a guess. Probably. Not advocating anything, but um, there's certainly ways to watch the episode if you'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah. Let's, uh, I guess we can go right into the uh, recap. We're going to recap this episode. Just because so much went on, I feel like we should uh, break it down a little bit. 
maybe because some scenes I still haven't made sense of, and I kind of want to discuss them a little farther. So I'll go ahead and start it out. The do you, do you want do you want to just do and Aaron, do you want to just do like a straight recap, or do you want to like talk about you know like take a break from the recap and talk about what happened? What happened? I don't know. Like discuss. Oh, you mean like yeah, stop like periodically discuss or try to make sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if there's a scene here that I'm, like, want to talk about, I'll do that, then, and we can just kind of work our way through. Okay. All right. Um. So the episode starts out with Merlin running through the castle. Uh. Some. Oh, actually, before we do this, I'm just gonna. I'll cut this. Uh. One other news item that I forgot. The Merlin soundtracks for series three and four were just released. Uh. Yesterday, I Ooh. believe. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, it was really? on Facebook, so or uh, Twitter. I saw it on Twitter on the Merlin official. So you can now you can get those on iTunes, and um, there's some great songs on there. I know Rona already bought both of them, and she was playing them, and she loves them. But uh, oh I, I definitely want to get those eventually. So be sure to check that out. But anyway, oh. now the recap. <laughs> um, so the episode starts with uh, Merlin searching throughout the castle for someone, and he's running everywhere, and. The music sounds desperate, and I honestly thought something was seriously wrong. But um, <laughs> yeah, me too. We get like... he gets down to uh, guess what you'd call the basement of the castle, and uh, he runs into Arthur, and he's like, "I can't find her anywhere." And he's talking about Gwen, but Arthur doesn't really seem that stressed. He just, I think, pretty sure Gwen is just late. So um, they're they're all worried, but then she comes walking down the stairs all gracefully, and you know they take that extra second to. Uh, to show off her beauty in her new queen outfit that we haven't seen yet. Mind <laughs> you, three years have went by. Um, the next scene, what, we go to the round table? Is that how it went? Yeah, it just yeah. cut to the round table. And yeah, boom, talk, round table. Talk about pacing issues. <laughs> I mean, yeah. boom, this is something we've been waiting for, and no intro, just there's a round just table. Just a wide shot, round table. Arthur's like, he starts out, he's like, it's been three years of peace, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, they're trying to tell you, hey, three years have went by. We uh, we get to hear a little bit about what's going on. And then immediately he's like, Sir Gawain and in, uh, in the, what, three score of knights. He didn't even mention Percival. We're set out to, uh, <laughs> they're on a patrol, right? Yeah, to, or they um, went to, I guess they went to the fort because yeah. there's activity there. Yeah. And it was previously Is- abandoned. Izmir, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, and then immediately, you know, he says, like, as soon as he starts talking about Sir Gawain, uh, the camera goes right to him out in the snow. Now, I did like this snow element. I feel like that was pretty cool. Um, nice was, to get a change up of yeah. seasons. <laughs> New environment. I think. Um, yeah. So we see Gawain out there with his men, and they are coming upon the tower, I guess we call it. Um, and they're looking at it, and then all of a sudden you hear some wolves growling, and then he's like, run, all the knights run. <laughs> and, of course, somehow Gwen gets separated from the group, and he turns around because there's a wolf after him, and he decides he's just going to battle it out. Um, I'm but, guessing, yeah, I'm guessing those are Morgana's wolves. <laughs> she somehow I, controls them because they howled, and then she came, and they are part yeah. of her sleigh. Um, and then... After, like, when he's about to fight the wolf, like, it went to another shot, right? Back at the mm-hmm. round table, I think. Yeah. Um, and then, is that the point where 
they left and Merlin ran into Sifa? Mm, no, no, no. See, that that happened when they were discussing. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So anyway, um, then the, eventually he comes back to Gwen, and Gwen's, well, you don't know if he's dead or what's wrong with him, but he's definitely <laughs> not conscious. And uh, someone walks up to him and kicks his body over, and and he pans up, and it's Morgana, looking evil as always. Um, so immediately in the first five minutes, like you've, you've basically been hit with like a ton of things really fast. <laughs> I mean, you got, you got Gwen, she's queen, then all of a sudden round tables here. And then all of a sudden people are already out on patrols and then they're already chased down and Gwen's already knocked out and Morgana's already back. And it's just like a million things to process at once. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Morgana loads him on her sled and her <laughs> sled dogs just take her right to the castle or the tower i i, I kind of <laughs> laughed a little bit honestly when i saw her riding on that <laughs> yeah and i thought it was so funny that it was just a single line of dogs like normally when you have sleds you have like pairs yeah right but it was just a They're single wolves, line actually. of dogs yeah she had or wolves she had and, wolves pulling yeah. her that's a pretty big deal <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was literally, I was thinking, are they going for Narnia White Queen look? Because that's definitely what it's looking like. That's uh, that's what Rona said yesterday, too. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, and then, mm. I'm just, I want to make sure I have everything right. But uh, the next scene is, was that when they dragged Gwen into the, into the castle? Yeah. Okay. I, that was also weird, too. Morgana just leaves him on her sled and doesn't even order, you know, guards to bring him or whatever she just walks in and just leaves him out in the cold which i mean makes sense but at the same time it's like well is he dead like (laughs) what's going on here but no he's alive yeah so you know he's he's brought in and they drop him and he's obviously not dead and then he's like oh something about lady morgana we need to start stop meeting like this and uh (laughs) rudin or is that how you're gonna pronounce his name rudin rudin Rudon. Okay. Rudon. I think it's Whatever just Whatever his name is. He <laughs> just, like, basically punches Gwen in the face. That's his way of telling him to shut up. And, um, <laughs> you know, Morgana tries to get a little bit of information out of him, and, she, and Gwen's just like, why don't you just kill me? And she's like, oh, I will, but not yet. And then they're searching for something, we find out. And then I did like how, um, they, like, the camera kind of went, like, you know, underground. Yeah. That was yeah. really cool. That was really cool. I enjoyed it. And it got, you know, like the first, like, I guess first dungeon area was, uh, you know, there's some people there mining and then you go down and it's even bigger down at the next one. And you're like, wow, this is a pretty serious operation. So, um, we find out that Morgana's searching for something. They've been searching for, uh, a key to something about knowledge. Uh, it's like a key to all knowledge or something like that. And cause they yeah. want to find out about Arthur's Bane and they've been searching for three months for this. I think that Morgana wants to know Arthur's Bane, while Rudin just wants the knowledge. At least that's what I'm kind of getting the vibe. Well, later on in the episode when he's talking to uh, Sifa and he says the only thing that Pendragons are good for is killing, I feel like he has some some grudges too. So maybe that's why. But um, yeah, we we find that out. And then um, Percival and Gwen and the Knights, they're all sent down there to to do some slave labor. So um, (laughs) Shirtless. Yep, shirtless, of course. But we go back to um to Camelot, and 
Elian and the patrol, uh, they're back, you know, they haven't found anything. So they're in the, um, I, I don't know what this room is. I don't think we've seen it before, but they're in there. They're in this room planning. They have a map and they're trying to discuss how they're going to go and save their knights. And, um, you know, they, they've got some mixed opinions, but it actually ends up being Gwen who speaks up and says that they should approach from Queen Annis's kingdom because it will surprise Morgana. They're probably expecting them from the other direction. So Gwen's, you know, already showing she's got some, some good advice as queen. Um, so they do take her advice and they plan on setting out the next day, um, which they do. And they're yeah. off on their way to Izmir. And while they're on their way, they come across a camp of sorts. It's kind of weird. Like there's like holes in the, like the mountain behind them. I think it's just a village. Okay, yeah, it was like a village. A nomadic village, we'll call it. Um, <laughs> so, and it just seems everyone's dead there. And, you know, they're looking around, and Merlin's hearing something, like, off in the distance. Like, they're, he's hearing Emrys, like, kind of almost in a whisper, and it catches his attention, and he starts moving closer towards it. And finally, he goes into a cave and finds a man there who appears to be dead. Um, but as he picks up the man's arm and looks at the symbol on there, the man comes to life. Now, before we go farther than this, that symbol on his arm, um, I don't remember what exactly they called it, but I actually, I, when we were on the live show yesterday, I was like, that's the same symbol as the Triskelion key from last, you remember that key? Yeah, that, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the Druid symbol. I mean, yeah. that is the Druid symbol. I mean, if you notice, Ruidin has it tattooed on his neck. Yeah. Yeah. And so just, um the only difference is that it's yellow. Yeah, that and that was the mark that he was the um seer, I guess, is what they yeah. called him. Yeah. So he mm -hmm. he's like Emrys, I've been I've known about this moment for so long and I've been dreading it my entire life and he basically tells him that Arthur's bane is upon them. He says uh Camelot is currently like flowering, but I don't remember exactly how it went. The seeds are being sown for yeah. its destruction. Yeah. And he's warning him, Arthur's Bane, you have to stop Arthur's Bane. And Merlin's like, what are you talking about? What's going on? He's really confused. And then, basically, the guy dies. And when he dies, I love this effect. His hand, like, fell in the water. And when his mm -hmm. hand fell in the water, like, this um, vision of sorts. Kind of reminded me of, like, uh, Harry Potter with the uh, pensive. Pensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. so Merlin looks in the water and it's a very, you know, there's a lot of red to it, to the scene, you know, um, mm -hmm. and you see the battleground, which we've seen once before. It was in Morgana's dream, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we see the battleground and, uh, Arthur is, is fighting and then he looks up in Mordred, which, um, do you think Merlin recognized him at this point? Mordred? Yeah. Probably not, but he, it's a face that he knows, and he's just, yeah, no, I don't think he knows it's Mordred yet. Yeah, so we see Mordred coming towards Arthur, and Arthur looks concerned, and they start fighting, and then Mordred wounds Arthur, and it looks like it's a pretty serious wound, and Arthur drops to the ground, and I think at this point Merlin's realized that that's probably the death blow for Arthur, so um, the scene ends in Merlin's, like, freaking out in the cave. And, well, I think it gets cut off, actually, because Arthur comes in, and he's like, is yeah. he alive or whatever? And Merlin's like, no, and Merlin's all shaking And up. he's, like, crying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's trying to play it off like nothing happened. So, um, 
I obviously that really traumatized Merlin. So that night, Merlin runs up on a hill and calls for the dragon. And the dragon comes along and tells him. Well, Merlin describes the symbol that he saw on the guy's arms to the dragon. The dragon's like, "Oh yeah, that's uh the prophet seer. It's a mark seer. of the seer. Druid mark of seer. the druid seer. Sorry, not prophet. I keep mixing <laughs> up. Um, well, he does prophesize. His name is Lockru. Lockru. I don't know exactly how to pronounce that, but um. And he, I guess his words had been valued for many years. And um, Merlin's like, is it, is it is this something I should be concerned about? Is it real? And the dragon says, it's hard saying, but it's definitely not a coincidence that you two were uh, put in the same place. And um, Merlin's very shooken up by this, but he doesn't know exactly what to make of it. So I will let you go from there. Okay. So... <clears throat> Eventually, they, um, they're kind of already in Queen Annis' land. Uh, the, the town was on the border. Um, but they go, and they're received by Queen Annis in her, um, I guess in her castle. And um, basically, this was interesting, too, that the, they made good on alliance that Queen Annis allowed safe passage of all these armed knights of Camelot to come through her kingdom so they could approach um, Ismir. Yeah. From the west and so she greets them and it's like oh well you know kind of just like oh i hope like hope everything's all right and so they have a banquet and basically uh queen annis and king arthur discuss the raids or the um like the destruction of the towns and how all the men are being taken and all the like women, I guess women and children are being slaughtered, which is very interesting, and that in itself is extremely dark, because you know you always hear about the men being slaughtered and the women and children being left yeah. to fend for themselves, but it seems like the elderly and all the women are being killed while the men are being taken. Um, anyway, so it goes on, and um, they just discuss about Morgana is becoming more powerful and that they need to be wary of her. And then Queen Anna says, oh, why don't we have your fool perform for us? Now, <laughs> were you put off by this? I thought this was re- really odd, like pacing-wise, and uh, it was just odd. I was definitely thrown off by it, and she just kind of, it was very, like, sudden, and she's just like, oh, but we have to have your, but honestly, like, as soon as it started, I definitely was enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, so anyway... Merlin's like, I have no skills, and Arthur's delighted that Merlin admits that he has no skills. So, apparently, Merlin um, conjures up some eggs. I'm pretty sure he didn't get that from the table. He, like, you hear, you see his eyes, like, glowing, yeah. and so he conjures up these eggs, and he starts juggling. And and everyone is just, oh, you know, he's doing all these crazy, you know, different types of juggling um, tricks, and Arthur just has this really dare I say derpy face <laughs> I was like Merlin can actually do something so it's a comedic show or whatever and Merlin is juggling you know four eggs and then he makes them all disappear which obviously he's magical so I mean so it it works out and everyone's like oh really happy like Leon and Elian are surprised too that Merlin can juggle um but Merlin in the meanwhile is just being really torn up the entire time right because he he has this he has just has this in his mind that Arthur's going to die and for some reason he thinks it's going to happen on Izmir and he's just really worried and so he's trying to put on a show but he's clearly not okay. Anyway, we see Sifa who um I guess originally had 
um, a little interchange with Gwen, with Queen Guinevere, um, and I guess what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess you did. You mention that Sifa? What? Well, no, I don't think I you did. did. Um, in the beginning, when they're discussing about coming from the West, Merlin opens the door and he knocks Sifa, and all her fruit flies everywhere and um they apologize and it seems like there's something going on between Sifa and Merlin um and Gwen takes note of it anyway so Guinevere sees Sifa from her play uh, from her palace window and sees Sifa escaping from the southwest gate of Camelot and it turns out she's going to go and meet with her father who turns out to be Rudin and Rudin is doing some incantation spell something anyway. But Sifa turns out to be a traitor and um she tells Rudin that Arthur left yesterday and that they're riding from the west. They plan to attack from the west. And Sifa is um really actually kind of torn up about this. Like she is crying after she realizes her father's well, I guess she always knew that her father was going to kill them. Yeah. But it kind of, he, Rudin says an interesting question, he's like, have they been treating you well? And she's like, oh yes, like, they've been treating me very well, like, kind of saying, I like these people. But Rudin just says, oh, they're Pendragons, they're only good for death, or, you know, they only cause death. So, Rudin goes back and informs Morgana that they're approaching from the west. Morgana gets a little crazy and upset, and so she's like, well, let's meet them then. And so they go and, um... So, Rona is joining us now. She just got on. Hi, Rona. Hi. Good to be here. <laughs> good, to, good to have you on. Thanks. Okay, Sarah, we'll let you keep going. Okay, so, um, they obviously left Queen Anna's land, and Arthur, Merlin is kind of off to the side while everyone else is eating and laughing and joking around, and Merlin is just staring off in the distance, zoning out, and you can see that he's really, really worried and affected. So Arthur comes up and he tries to cheer Merlin up. I'm like, okay, you know, what's wrong? You know, you can tell me. And Merlin just, he's like, I, he just says he doesn't understand how they can laugh when they very well may be dead the next day or yeah. the next couple days. And so Arthur just says, well, we have to, you know. Like, we can't be thinking about that. We have to you know, be happy and kind of live life while you're young type of thing, you know, live your life to the fullest, live in the moment. Um, but obviously Merlin just really, he really can't tell Arthur that he, you know, saw a prophecy. Um, well, at this point he doesn't tell Arthur that he saw a prophecy. Uh, so they continue on and it's the next day and Arthur and Merlin, they're trapping through the forest and all of a sudden they see all these men and it turns out they're surrounded so a battle breaks and um leon is fighting rudin and it seems rudin is getting the best of leon he dis um disarms leon and arthur sees this and so it goes into an epic shot of him slicing through i don't know four or five guards something like that to try to save leon and as a result, he gets, um, he fights with Rudin, and he gets knocked unconscious. And so Merlin comes in and saves Arthur and uses some magic to blow them off the trail and then carries them until they're farther away. And, yeah, so he basically carries Arthur off into a safe place and to get him away from the danger. 
Or should I carry on? Okay. Um, Gawain awakes to see um, a blue light that I think he's in the... He's. I think they're both sleeping. I think... Is it Percival? And Gawain. Yeah. <laughs> Topless on a slab <laughs> over there. Um, and he sees a blue light. Um, and then kind of just a little scene of that. And then um, Elian and Leon abandon their men and go back to Camelot. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy that um, Arthur said, no, the knights would never abandon... Well, you know. They're off, and they go to Camelot. <laughs> tell uh, Gwen that they left him, and and Gwen suspects. I think that there might be a traitor in their midst. Yes. Um, and then we head back, I guess, um, to to Gawain's finding the blue light, and um, he gets knocked out by a guard, which is quite horrible. He just woke up. He might have wanted. To... Um, I know Gawain likes to go to the toilet a lot during the night, so that's not very good. You know, he does. You know, remember he does. He he seems to like want to go to the toilet during the night in the other episodes. So he could have been doing that. And it's not very nice for the gods to knock him out. Um, and then um, um, uh, Merlin's hungry, so so hungry that he can't see sense and goes for the rabbits. And then Arthur, too late, realised what he's doing and knows it's a trap. And they're stuck, which is very very funny. I thought. Oh, it was a hilarious. Scene. Um, yeah, and then cut oh, to, um, yeah, go on. I was just saying, like, this whole entire episode has been, like, an homage, I feel like, to other movies. Like, this totally reminds me of Star Wars Episode 6, when, or is oh, it Episode yeah. 6? I don't know, they're caught up, and they're all caught up in this net. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because Chewbacca was hungry. Yeah. And then, apparently, Aaron told me that you mentioned this, Rona, yesterday, but... Morgana with her sled. It was all White Queen from yes. Narnia-ish. And then even the span down to, like, the quarries underneath reminded me of, like, Chronicles of Narnia in the books, um, mm. The Silver Chair, where the prince is captured and they're all underground and they're, like, harvesting, like, magma or something. I don't know. There's just, yeah. like, this entire episode, I was like, that's, like, from another movie. That's from another fun. movie. Uh, okay. Um, okay, so then... Um, Gwen has um, Sifa um, brought to her knees in front of her in the throne room, which is obviously a kind of... is where Gwen has been always throughout the whole series, you know, in front of someone <laughs> in power. And then she, um, Sifa confesses, and she gets sentenced to death um, for treason. Um, uh, um, meanwhile, it is night time. Merlin and Arthur are still in the, the thing, in the, in mm-hmm. the net. And they then start to use the sword to try to get out and cut themselves out. And at this time, I'm I'm fearing that Morgana's just going to come and get them. This is this is just you know, yeah. It's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be caught by Morgana in the net. Um, but then <laughs> they can't get out. Merlin doesn't use his magic to secretly get them out, and um, well, Stupid. they're stuck there. Um, um, and then is it? Um, is it, who's Rangor? I read Rangor in the recap. Rangor is the guy that um, frees them. Oh, right. The, cuts the net is, down, he yeah. has a name? Yeah, it's in the... <laughs> um, I found it in the Merlin Wikia. They have all um, the names of the characters. Okay, well done. Well done for a name for the character. <laughs> and then um, he's, he's going to go kill Arthur, because dead or alive, it doesn't really matter. And then um, a mysterious man comes and says no and, and stops them um, being killed. And it so happens to be Mordred. Cliffhanger. <laughs> Which is a better cliffhanger oh. than, oh, Merlin could be dead, like last series, because, you know, yeah. Merlin's not going to die. So it's a pretty good, I, I like that ending. 
There was one small thing there. You uh, skipped the oh yes, al- alien the creature. alien from Doctor Who, <laughs> the alien creature, which we think is the the, key, the I think the two um, um, Morgana talked about. They named it, I think, but they just refer to it as the key to unlock whatever um, what's going to destroy Arthur. But um, I think it has a name, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, for the it alien. does have a name. So, I have uh, some of the tweets I put down bottom. People have some uh, mm. theories, and someone gave the name of it. Too, All right, so yes, yeah. we'll talk about that yeah. a little bit. So the blue creature heals Wayne. We, we didn't mention yes. that, but blue creature heals Wayne randomly. I don't know. I had I had I had problems with this episode, Rona. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of mixed emotions, and uh, like honestly, with Mordred coming in, I I didn't like how they introduced him because what through the vision or like, through at the end. Hmm? Through the vision or at the end of the um At the end. Because I know I I understand that Mordred obviously in in legend, he's the one that kills Arthur. Mm -hmm. So I don't have a problem with him being evil. It's just he comes in and he basically kind of rescues them and now I'm going to be frustrated the entire season because Arthur's going to trust Mordred and Merlin's not gonna trust Mordred and it's just gonna be like another level of the aggravating Yeah, aggravating character. (laughs) That was my whole um, thing when I saw the spoiler pics of uh, Mordred. I don't wanna mention it just in case no one really knows about it, but I was like, it's just gonna be the same thing over again and Merlin does tend to repeat its storylines and its quests and its certain things. but if they make the bits in between good, then sometimes I can forgive it. It's the way they execute it. Because <laughs> so, yeah. otherwise it's just frustrating and annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Sarah, do you want to uh, read some of these discussion questions? Yeah, well, we speaking of Mordred, I'll just go, we'll just kind of go as far as discussion. But do you think that Mordred actually dislikes Arthur? Like, we know that he probably has a thing against Pendragons because of you know, Uther's purge of all magical, you know, all of all sorcerers. But Arthur did save Mordred. So do you think that Mordred is primarily really just an enemy of Merlin and not necessarily Arthur? And Arthur is just kind of collateral damage at this point? Mm. Depends what Morgana has said to Mordred, um, mm. I think. Because if and whether he's strong enough to just go, oh, yes, Morgana, you're brilliant. And that's your, you, whatever you say is correct. Or he has mm-hmm. his own mind and just just dislikes Merlin because Merlin made him trip over one time when he was running away. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I'm curious. I'm curious to find out the relationship that Mordred and Morgana have right now because they haven't went too far into it yet. But I think that's going to reveal a lot of what's actually going on with Mordred once we find out what their relationship is. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if like Morgana even knows that that it's Mordred because it seems like he's just one of the extra henchmen. Right, and that he's not really yeah. like a like a co um advisor to Morgana at this point. So, and that brings up another question: Why is Mordred traveling? You know, under the radar. Why is he incognito at this point? Well, I don't, I don't know. I think with Mordred, first of all, we don't know what his situation is. But he may be a henchman doing the work. But Morgana does the same thing. She had her sled. She's wandering around in the um in the snow, getting dead, mm-hmm. me- uh, getting unconscious guys onto her sled and taking them back to her lair, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> so she does, it's not like um, she's above it. And, you know, so she, she, if she can do it, then I guess Mordred can do it too. I don't know. Yeah. 
That's my counter-argument, I suppose. I don't know. And okay. here's an, yeah, and here's another question. Um, mm. So, introduction of Sifa. Um, as, like, just before we get into it, what do you guys think of her character? Um, what is, uh, she's, she seems sweet. She seems innocent enough. Um, yeah. And because she seems to be um, a servant that's not very good, she seems maybe she's distracted by it. I don't know. She might think, if it's your father's telling you stuff to do, then mm-hmm. you, you're influenced a lot by by that. But I think maybe, in essence, she might have a good heart. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't seem like, oh, all these, um, all of Camelot is evil. See, she just seems to want to do what her father says. She's maybe just being an obedient daughter. Um, but I guess she needs to have her own mind, because you can't just follow orders, you know. I say so. Yeah, I, I definitely got that vibe too. Like, honestly, I, I really liked her. Like, when the first scene when, you know, her and Merlin just have that look and they enter in together, I was like, oh, I really hope she's the new love interest for Merlin. And then I found out she betrays them. And I was like, oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think she's good. Um, but do you think that she's also magical? Because obviously her father's Ruidin and he is a druid. He is magical. Do you think she's also magical? I think she might be. I, I I don't know, like, because, you know, when we've seen people that have magic in the past in the show, usually when they have um, offspring, I mean, they're usually magical as well, so I'd... It's hard saying, though, you know, with the show. She could I be... know, but she could be like Merlin and hide it very, very well, you know. Yeah, that's true. And and she I, has... It just makes, it makes me wonder, because I, I don't know exactly, like, it, we know, we see that a lot of the offspring of magical people, like, they are magical as well. But, I mean, is magical, is it, is it something that's born She's or is this something that is learned? Because we see Gaius, and is he born magical or did he learn how to use magic? That's a good question. I mean, if you think Harry Potter ways, you may have magic, but if you don't practice it, then... You know, and it depends on how powerful you are, etc., etc. But in, I don't know if, if I guess if Sifa does have magic, then I guess if, if she's a good match. It's good match for Merlin as a servant. But I don't know because I she is sentenced to death. Whether or not yeah. she actually does die is another question. And if Guinevere is just sentencing her to death, or maybe she could use her as a pawn because her father is, um, you know in league with Morgana, you could, like, ransom her off or something, or, you know, see how much she cares um, for yeah. his, um, his daughter. I don't know. I mean, like, you could use you could use her as collateral in a plan, so... Yeah, absolutely. I and I, I, my theory is, you know, you see that scene where uh, Rune's in the castle, it looks like, uh, fighting his way through. I think he's going to be on his way to save her in mm. the coming episodes. That's my thought. Anyway. Do you think she's going to die? I don't. I hope not. I, I hope not. I really don't want her to. I can see it happening, but I really don't want her to. Yeah. Hmm. But what do you think the sentence is fair? I mean, in terms of Camelot. Uh, oh, absolutely. In terms of, yeah. Treason is something that's taken very seriously, especially in those yeah. times. So. I, I definitely agree with that. But the thing is, it's surprising that Gwen... I mean, mm. I don't know. In a sense, it's not surprising because she's queen, and we haven't seen her for the past three years, so she probably accepted the role of being a queen more than Mm -hmm. being a servant. But, I don't know, it was just, it was a really surprising, you know, surprisingly harsh... I don't um, know, because I I didn't think it was harsh, but, uh, well, it, it was harsh, I suppose, but, thing is, they live in a time where, 
you, you can just kill it, kill other people in self-defense and it's kind of fine. I mean, Gwen's killed people, like, she's been chased after, um, and, you know, killed knights and all the, you know, the mm-hmm. villains that are chasing her. Arthur is a warrior. He, you know, you know, you, you kill people, if it's, if it's justified, then it's kind of fine. So, yeah. death is a big thing. You don't want to kill anyone in cold blood and just stab everyone, and that's a bad thing. But kind of killing in those times, I think, is kind of justified. I don't know. Yeah. So it's I, not like Gwen hasn't killed anyone. It, it's not the killing, though. It's it's execution. I mean, I mean, it's it's a different different type of um, death, I guess, to say. Mm. But I mean, I under I understand. But I mean, it was just I, if I would have been easier for me to accept this new Gwen if it hadn't been for Elian and Gaius is giving like giving her a look. Like, did you notice that yeah. after she sentenced her to death, Elian just yeah. kind of like widened his eyes a bit and Gaius was just I, kind of staring at her? Maybe it's just that because they didn't think that it ha- she had it in her. You know, yeah. she would have thought mm-hmm. that, oh, Gwen would never do that. She has too much compassion. It's just more of a surprise, like everyone else is surprised that she would do that. But I think maybe that's more of the reason why, not, not oh no, this is really, really bad. How could you do this? I think it's I think it's the irony that really gets a lot of people because, you know, a year, well, I guess in this case, three years ago, mm-hmm. Gwen could have been the, the girl in the same situation. And she was the girl yeah. at one point with Arthur. You know, she, Arthur but she was innocent, though. And, she was innocent for most of it. Right. So seeing her be the person in power with another servant who's servant to the queen, you know, it's just it's so ironic for people to see that. And then to have her sentence them to death, I feel like that's just something that really flabbergasts a lot of people. Yeah, well, I, I know, I love brilliant. it. I love I think it. That's, yeah. I think that's it's pretty good. It's a total good. change yeah. in roles that a lot of people I don't think were expecting, so... And I think that was maybe deliberate because yeah. now you see how she's how her journey is and how she was a servant. Yeah, and I think they're on, they're really trying hard in this episode to um, show the power that Gwen has because you know earlier when she came up with the idea for how they would um, go to Izmir through um, the the mm. west, yeah, Anis's lands. So I I think mm. they're just trying to really prove her role at this point, mm. which is brilliant. Mm. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, I, it's just it's it's weird for me because I just see her as such a compassionate person. But um, I do agree. Like I love the whole switching roles. That that was very well done. Um, but that brings up like another problem I had with the episode is just this pacing. I mean, Aaron and I talked about this, but like it just feels extremely rushed. I don't. I don't know. I I was like. Like, it was just round table. No introduction, just round table. All of a sudden, next shot. And then, I mean, all these things are happening. And um, all the comedic elements, too, like, with some of the banter, it was very odd for me. Like, the way that the show, like, they did say that it was trying to take a darker turn, but I just feel like the way they did it was so awkward, and it didn't match up anymore. I think, I think for me, the banter's always awkward. I mean, ever since series two or maybe series three it, it i've never i've kind of been taken out of it going oh it's a bit too placed and they're trying to make it funny because everyone kind of likes it so everyone you know they just write some more but mm-hmm. in terms of pacing i didn't mind it um i just haven't seen i've only seen it once all the way through at the premiere so i haven't got to see it again um but you're right because they have to re-establish everything and put everything there um, that was tricky, but it is a first part of a two-parter. I, normally, they would take it slower, so mm-hmm. that they can establish everything. But no, they just went 
right into the action. The round table, you don't need to mention it because it's already been going on for three years. Why make a big deal? Except that yeah. big camera move yeah. and the dramatic music. Oh, it's the round table. Um, yeah, like, so that was that was why it was so weird for me, though, because I mean, even if it's just like, oh, here's the round table, or like opening up the doors to reveal the round table is fine, but it was just quick, like, slash shot immediately and this big music. Like, I had a, some issues with the music, too. It was seemed kind of too dark for what was going on. Like, in the very beginning, when Merlin is running around frantically looking for everyone, I had a flashback to, what was it, Series 2 finale? Um, of, like, everyone getting sick and everyone, like, dying. Like, that's what I was reminded of, because he was, like, going and, and you don't see anybody. That song's been used before, too. I, yeah. I did recognize that song. I use it somewhere yeah. But I guess that was the point. It was supposed to make, oh, my God, what's going on? There must be some other crisis. And then, oh, it's just the Queen is late. You know? <laughs> it was me- It was meant It was meant to be, to, to lead yeah. us into that kind of situation. And I guess, you know, oh, it's, it's Merlin. Another crisis. <laughs> okay, well, uh, what we'll do next is everyone can just say uh, their favorite scene, their favorite actor, actress, and their rating for this episode. Sarah, I'll let you go first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, you can say least favorite scene, too, if you'd like. Can I say, least favorite, can I say <laughs> least favorite actor? <laughs> okay, whatever you'd like. Um, Oh dear. Okay, for this episode and for this episode only, because normally I love him to pieces. Colin Morgan's performance irked oh, really? me so much because it was the same Merlin from series two. It wasn't an evolved person. We see Arthur, and he's taking this manly role of like king, and Bradley James is doing so well, and Gwen, like obviously with the switching of roles, like she's you know, assume this role of power, but Merlin, I mean, Colin Morgan in itself, I was talking to him about this too before the show, um, he has gotten broader, it seems like he's, like, filled out more, Mm. and it's just, like, he's more, he's more mature looking, but the Merlin is still weeping and crying about Arthur's potential death, and I'm just kind of, like, he's in this helpless place of power, and I don't understand it because he, like, I thought it was going to change last series when he killed Agravain, that he was going to take a more, you know, he would own his magic a little more. But I still see, like, this portrayal of a scared Merlin that is unsure of what he's supposed to do. Um, so I don't know if that's the writing or if it's Colin Morgan, but just, I guess Merlin mm. and Colin just, I was really, really disappointed. And I think that's probably why I didn't like the episode as much. I think it's tricky because I think we discussed this in the reaction show is, or I don't know, I think discussed it somewhere that he is the central character and you have to kind of make him develop, but then keep him the same. It's like you have to kind of pretend that you're moving on, but it's not really. And you can do it really well and make it seem, like, oh, there is growth, but sometimes it can be really, really jerky. So he, you see him moving on, but then you kind of erase it. And then the past series had that a lot. I mean, sometimes there are big revelations, but then the next episode, they, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a reset, but they just kind of mm-hmm. ignore it. It's just kind yeah. of... Yeah. So, yeah. I just, it has, I don't know. I, I feel, though, 
it just was it was ill placed and I'm I really hope that he has evolved and you know what as the main character he's supposed to evolve like this show does is supposed to like you know be modeled kind of after Smallville and something I felt Smallville did really well is that um Clark Kent did go through a transformation each season um and he but I mean that's also part of him gaining a new power every couple seasons but I mean it just it feels like this is just so static and I just felt this episode was so static and but it took a darker turn so it was like this really awkward twist that I didn't understand so I don't know <laughs> I can't really read I can't really read this episode it's just <laughs> There's I, there's some things that were really good. Like, I love the costumes. I love the, you know, new locations. Um, I love the more time that Gwen is getting, you know. And I love how there's more to Morgana's story. And, you know, even though I didn't like the way Mordred was introduced, I do like the fact that he's back this season. And he's going to be playing a more prominent role. But it's just, this Merlin, this Merlin episode was not the Merlin I knew or know and, like, fell in love with. So it's just, to me, it's not Merlin anymore, and I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I think I know what you're talking about with, with Colin. I, I guess I'll go next. But basically, like, the thing that frustrated me, honestly, I don't know if it's really his fault as much as the writers, is I just, I was really expecting to see his role, you know, like, in Camelot be, be of higher status. And the thing that, from the start, really bothered me, and I had, you know, we'd seen pictures of the round table before, was the fact that he was standing off to the side. Like, I was really thinking he was going to be a part of the round table and not um, not someone that's not seated there like he is. Like, I I just, I feel like he's at least earned that role. And we saw him in Series 3 where he was at the table, so I almost feel like it's kind of an inconsistency that they didn't put him at the table. Um, so the fact that he's still just this lowly servant and... Arthur hasn't even really promoted him to anything else. That really bothers me because I feel like he's definitely earned earned that. So when you see him with all these like these problems we've seen him with for so many seasons, I just I I do agree with you. I feel like we're just repeating things that have already happened. Um, but overall, I the thing that really made me happy with this episode, and it's not even really storyline related, is I just thought it was really filmed. Um, at a, at a higher quality than it's ever been before. I think some of the camera angles they took and some of the ways they filmed some of the scenes was was um, was an improvement from what we've seen in the past. And you could definitely tell they were using higher quality cameras. They've mentioned that. And I I personally thought it just looked great. And I, um, I was really happy with the effects as well. So mm -hmm. I, I'm excited. I think there's going to be some great spells we see Merlin use that will be more than him just... Um, pushing people over with an invisible wind wall, basically. But um, oh, they, I, he did something different. Instead oh yeah, of he, fire. Mm, he made he a, snake. a snake. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. So, and the juggling and the juggling. It was, was. Awesome. and the juggling. I I love that scene. Honestly, that might be. I'm always I always fall for the humor scenes, but um, when he's when he's juggling in Bradley James's face, I just love his face was <laughs> priceless. Um, I I love all the humor too, which is it doesn't yeah, seem. Yeah. It's not an easy transition anymore because it's darker. Right. And it right. bugs me. Anyway, yeah. keep going. So it's harder for them to do that. But um, that and when they're stuck in the net and they're trying to cut it out, and then uh, <laughs> Arthur like screams at Merlin and the sword falls. Like I just, <laughs> I was dying during that. So that was great. Um, but overall, I there were some things I was frustrated with. I, I was so thrown off by the 
alien type thing at the end. Like, as soon as I saw the hands and they were like this, like, uh, I don't even, like transparent, like glowing hands. I was like, what, what is going on right now? And then they showed the thing and I was like, this doesn't look like Merlin related at all. I was like, this looks like something from a, like a science fiction series. So I was like, when I saw it, I was like, why is Doctor Who? Well, yeah, my, my first reaction, (laughs) honestly, my first reaction was that this is an alien. Like there is an alien in, in medieval times right now. Like I, I didn't know what to think of it. So I'm certainly ready for some more explanation. Aliens can come whenever they want, you know. They're from the like they can travel now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I believe that. I can. I can deal with that. All right. So it's just taking a a, a sci-fi twist, I guess. Um. Hey, then that means the Doctor can come to an episode because there's always crossovers. The TARDIS will land randomly in in camera. So one step forward. You know, this is why they've had all these theories that this was the last season. It's really because. Doctor Who and Merlin are merging into one <laughs> new series. You're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> um, but oh in all honesty, my favorite actor, I I, I really liked Alexander Lajos. Or how do you say yeah. his last name? Lajos. Lajos. I really liked him in this episode. I I was pretty sold on him when he went up to um, Arthur and he. Mm-hmm he like shook his hand or he helped him up and he talked to him and he had like a it was like a half smile half like evil intentions look on his face and i thought it's exactly um, like what's his face um asha asha yeah Yeah, it was exactly i think he did that on purpose as well exactly and i think he he did really a great job of i mean it's hard for someone to play the role of someone else and have to try and you know even go right down to copying how they acted in the episode like it's got to be really hard to do that so and he didn't really have to as well, you know, he could have just, you know, years have passed, he didn't have yeah, to, yeah. you don't have he, to do that. In some interviews and stuff, he said he really took the time to mimic um, the way that Mordred used to be, so I was I was really happy with him, and I think it's going to be um, some high quality acting from him this mm. this series. Um, and overall, I I was, for the most part, happy with this episode, so, Rona, mm. what were your thoughts? Um, I always judge an episode how about how I feel about it in the end and the overall feeling I get. And in the end, I did feel I quite I quite liked it overall. And I know um, I mean you had problems with the the shifting of tones, but I can That's one of my favorite things in drama is when it shifts from um, hysterical laughter to grave seriousness. And just because uh, I just like that, I like the juxtaposition because it just makes every, it enhances everything more. Yeah. Um, I. Obviously, you can't. It's hard to judge because it's part one of two. But saying that, I I did like it better than the last series premiere. I saw the first um of what series four. I I saw that live. I think the cast was watching it with us um at the BFI, and so I, at the end of it, I was like, that that's the thing that seemed to repeat everything. And in, by the end of those two parters, nothing seemed to like. Nothing seemed to have gone, nothing seemed to change, and that kind of irritated me there. So I kind of overall liked the episode, um, and I liked... Uh, I'm a big fan of Angel Corby, and I love... Uh, and even if he just stands there and reacts, I mean, like, even when she was d- doing Over the Map and her reactions, I kind of adore her. So yeah. um, so, so anything... If he just stands there and... Um, <laughs> Because I, from the very beginning, when they introduced, oh, I'm sorry, I'm blab, I'm going on and on. No, um, you're fine. When, they, you're when fine. they first started the series, it was, 
it was sold as an ensemble show of these four core central characters and the other two to, to the older guys and um, but then I, I grew to expect no she's just a sideline character so any little bit of um, any scene that she's in anytime she's just standing in the background I just kind of savour that so I'm just so happy to see her talking just being in a scene um, being relevant to the plot so I I just I, I'm just going to savour that and I'm hoping that she goes through more challenges because I, I don't know if you guys watched Battlestar Galactica, the, the modern day mm -hmm. version, um, mm -hmm. but you had Laura, who's the president, and she was clean and pure and she had so many ideals, but then she had to change because of the situation. So I'm sure Gwen, because her heart is so pure and she's such a good character, she will go through, but I'd like to see her being challenged morally. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So, um, it looks like we got some mixed opinions, but hey, that's fine. It's always good to get a good mix so we know. Yeah, I didn't like some bits, but overall, the sum of it, the sum of its parts, is, you know, is better as a right as a whole. Yeah. Okay. So on Twitter, we asked, um, what was the, what were your thoughts on what the strange blue creature was, and <laughs> we got some uh, interesting responses. The first one at ZSA underscore net said he all caps she it is the key <laughs> thinking it's the key all right Sarah you want to it oh <laughs> um this is wow. from at lit little ninja variation of little underscore ninja um a friend of mine said she thinks alien is a Thusa who ended up underground like Kelgara did <laughs> it's I think a shape shifting cool. dragon um. That's Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I never thought I, I never thought of that. You don't know what its powers could be. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what baby dragons are like? They could be like go through you know, they the producers say it's going through teenagerdom. So you know you know what it's <laughs> like. Right. That's what teenagers look like when they get out of bed. They don't look like, you know, they're cool. Selves. I had an interesting thought. Perhaps this alien is Gwen's new love interest. <laughs> yes. <No. laughs> I'm, you know, probing and alien. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> that would make for some interesting fan fiction. I'm sure. I'm sure that. But hey, you know, there was that squid creature last year, and everyone was very, very happy about that. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is the fandom. Okay. I, I am in. Ronnie, read that next one. Uh, let's see the next one. Um, uh, it, ooh, it's it's gone away. It's gone away. Oh. I hate. Okay, there we go. Okay. Um, where am I? It's uh, Angela29. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, the alien was a spirit that perhaps Merlin sent to rescue Gawain. <laughs> I, don't um, yeah. I don't think there's evidence to that, but I, d I think it was an alien spirit. That helps Gawain, but I don't know that Merlin sent it. <laughs> I just love some of these. Like, <laughs> these are crazy theories. It's great. Yes, Gawain. Hey, I say take, I'll take them all. Merlin, take them all. Uh, Merlin has command of an alien. That's awesome. I hope that's the truth. <laughs> okay, um, at uh, J-A-Q-T-K-D, I'm just going to assume that that's not supposed to say anything, but maybe it does. Um, maybe it's Jack. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Anyways, a magical creature and the key that Morgana's looking for. That seems to be the common... Uh, yeah. common theme here 
So what yeah. is that key supposed to tell the prophecy and that says that um, what's his face Mordred will kill Arthur because that's going to destroy him, right? Well, this key they're yeah. looking for apparently is like the key to all knowledge or something like that. So maybe this, right, this yeah. creature knows yeah. what Arthur's bane is, and that's really what they're trying to find out. I'm not sure though. Yeah. Sarah, that next one. <clears throat> Do I have to read that one again? Oh, okay, it's yeah. It's basically uh, <laughs> at Catherine. Underscore Art said, I think it's the key which Morgana's looking for. So, hey, there you go. Um, yeah. And you can read the, those last then, two are the same person, so you can read them. Yeah. Our good old friend, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> First he says, I really want to know because it had a look unlike anything in the show. It's magical mm. and used the same healing spell as Merlin. According to the credits, her, question mark, name is Ook Dog. Ooh, I didn't it's catch that. Hmm? Sorry, go on. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's a Gaelic word for fair maid, snowdrop, a flower of the winter. Oh. Maybe that's, that's why it's snowing in that place, <laughs> randomly. Because of her? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That'd be, we that'd be an interesting We were talking about that on the live show, because um, it yeah. seemed like an extreme amount of snow for... I thought, yeah, I thought they went way north, like they went, like, Scandinavia or something. But no, it's, yeah. it's Scotland. It's Scotland. You know, <laughs> I, I know Scotland does have um, highlands, and that could be snowy, but I just mm-hmm. don't get it. Especially if you come from the west, I don't know. Okay, um, and the second question we asked was, should Sifa have been sentenced to death? Rona, you want to read that one? Um, yes, this is from at A1 Vintage Pixie, um, and he, she says, yes, under the circumstances... Um, but she will not carry it through. Maybe she is setting a trap for the girl's father. Um, mm. Yeah, potentially. You don't. Maybe I don't think so at this point. Maybe later on she might use it. But um, I think that she could use her as bait or as leverage um, of with her father. But I think, yeah. Okay. And uh, potentially at, at Jack again. He says, or she says. I honestly don't. Of course, Sifa committed treason and admitted her guilt. Also, she knows by now that Camelot's cells aren't that secure. <laughs> it's true. It's true. She will escape. That means she will escape. That is very true. Oh my goodness. And the guards are just about useless. That's so, so. funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, the guards. That's, that's, the why Gwen did, that's why Gwen didn't so, mind sentencing her to death. Because she's like, she's oh, like ah, you'll make your way out. It's fine. <laughs> The guards. Okay, this is another thing I noticed in this episode. There were guards that were walking, and yet Merlin, as a servant, has a horse. Yeah. How does that make sense? Um, I guess he he deserves some royalties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Anyway, okay, sorry. Can um, yeah. Okay, and that last one, Sarah, you can read that. Okay, at Sandilo sixty, um. She says, yes, treason, especially one resulting in death and with evidence to prove beyond doubt, should not be dealt with lightly. Mm. Which makes sense. Yeah, treason is a very, very um, serious, I don't know, very serious crime. Uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. Oh, also, oh, okay, no, actually, we're going to predictions, and I think, uh, I've, I think I've, I've just thought of something about okay. predictions. Yeah. Um, shall I go? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, because um, I was watch- I was just rewatching Merlin um, on the way home, and I was just watching the credits, and because you see it all the time, and they do that image of the battlefield, the vision that Morgana had, um, you know, of, of old Emrys, and yeah. there was the sword, and there was a crow, 
and the crow flew away. And what's his yep. face? Has a crow pet, right? I'm not mistaken yeah. about that. So yeah. um, he must be involved in that, and that would be pretty good. I mean, that's pretty good foreshadowing. It is mm. interesting. Because yeah. they made sure that you noticed that crow when um, Sifa first entered that area. Yes. The crow was so loud, it kind of almost yes. made you jump. Yeah. So, um, Even I remember that. that I don't know. Yeah, and I do remember that crow now too. So you're right. I think that definitely has something to do with it. Um, what we did see in the the next episode thing, um, well, was that at the end of the episode the um, the preview they showed? Was that for the entire season, or was that just for the next episode? It's just for the I'm next. Pretty episode, sure it's just for the next episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, there was a lot that happened there. So honestly, like. I don't think I could describe everything. <laughs> and then there's that new one that we just saw that yeah, I posted that, on the that new document. new trailer too. And I think Rona, you mentioned that to me, and I hadn't seen it yet yesterday. Mm-hmm. The one with uh, it showed I I Ayusa blowing yeah, fire. Yeah, Do you think that's Merlin or um, Mordred? I think it's Mordred. It's it's Merlin. I paused oh. it. Fine. Talking about it looks like Mordred to me. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Mordred. I was just I'm watching the episode at the end. Mordred has the evil scarf. The evil version of the scarf that Merlin has. Really? That? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he does. He's got, he's got his own <laughs> scarf. He's the same thing as all. Oh, good. I'm just. I'm Isn't happy. he carrying, like, a, a peasant, too, when he comes out? He's carrying a peasant. Like, he has some sort of game in his hand. Oh, a peasant. And... I thought a peasant. He's carrying a peasant. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I said that. I misspoke that. Sorry. No, no, yeah, no, he's no. Got... I, I misheard Yep, he's got, he's got a peasant with <laughs> He's got a peasant. Randomly. <laughs> just dragging along a dead body. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh man, it's been a long day. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. Honestly, yeah. um, it'll be interesting, I'm sure. But uh, Rona, there was one thing we were talking about the news, and I didn't know if you mm. you want to talk to her, Sarah, about um the thing you found out about the filming being cut location wise. Oh. I just want to get her thoughts on that. I don't know. If, have you? I don't know if she's heard about it or not. Um, there was. Rona, there was a video posted, um, apparently there was, like, a French news story mm-hmm. on uh, filming at Pierre Forts, mm-hmm. and um, I guess it was kind of released in um, English subtitles, but apparently, because they, they film in blocks, right, that mm-hmm. they go to Pierre Forts for certain sessions, right? Am I correct? Yes, right. Yep. Okay, well, apparently the April-May session got cancelled. Yeah. And it's leaving to, like, that's like adding to the rumors that this might be the last series. Um, uh, well, I think because every year they've cut down on going to Pierre Forts because it's so expensive. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, last time there were three three blocks of filming, and basically mm-hmm. they only need the to to film in Pierre of the exteriors, maybe in the courtyard and the throne room because the whole throne room's in Pierre Forts, um, and it's pretty cool when you. If, if you ever go to visit, it's, 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 it's quite grand. Um, but there are only specific things that they actually need to go. And now that they have, um, they put this, this special effects in-house and they're more and more relying on matte paintings and, um, and stuff like that, they don't need to, to go there as much. And I think um, there was an interview in Geek Syndicate with one of the writers and saying that um, you may have to change a, lo- a location um, mm-hmm. because it, we might not be able to do it. So they have to just basically shift everything. Anything that they wanted outside, they might have um, changed it so that they don't have to go there and they don't have to film the shots. Um, so I don't know. It's just it's really, really expensive now. And 
thing is, if you do it, there's so many fans out there. I know tons of people yeah. that go over and take pictures. That's, that's yeah. That's what the that's what the article was saying that they have 200 to 300 people, and it's really yeah. hard to film because they have to move them, and moving that many people is hard, so they're not in the shot. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting because there's all these fans, like they're interviewing all these fans and basically saying like this this is might be the end and for one of the french extras he who's been there since season one i guess Mm. it was like well for me this is the end of the series because like i'm not going to be on the on set anymore so Mm. i don't know it was just a very interesting um news like news story and i enjoyed it too because i could understand it in french and i didn't need the subtitles (laughs) but oh (laughs) yeah so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it could be because it is is really really expensive. They have to fly basically all the crew and and everyone there and the, and the accommodation, um, mm-hmm. which is a shame because it's such um, a treat. Um, I went yes. there in in series for series two, I think. Was it series mm-hmm. two? Yeah, series two. Um, and I was lucky enough to see loads of scenes being filmed, and you're just so lucky to be there because you don't have that opportunity otherwise. Um, but I think it's more to do with the expense, personally. And if they can avoid mm-hmm. filming there, then, you know, they, they will. You know. Interesting. Okay, well, we are... I think it's money. We are uh, pretty <laughs> far along, so I think we should probably wrap it up here. Um, let's see. Well, we've been talking... I'll, we might as well mention this now. I know we mentioned it on the live show a little bit. Uh, Merlin Cast and Camelot Cast have kind of been talking about combining in a sense, because, you know, Rona's usually on our episodes, and I joined her for the live show last time, so we're kind of, we're going to try and come up with something we can do as a combination, because at this point, yeah. we basically do everything together anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting married! Yeah, more, <laughs> more to come on that, that's for sure, so uh, yeah. just be looking out for that. Um but in the meantime, yeah, we want to be because yeah, it's it's tough because we are. Um, I might not be able to make it. Uh, I'm Sarah. You're invited. I'm going to try to do to to do some stuff over there. But obviously, we can't. We're not always. We may not always join up. So it's good to be independent, yeah. have it different. But then we can work out. We can work it together and make it. We can fill the rest of the weeks without Merlin being there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Since we've got all this That's content, so, so it'll be it'll be yeah. it'll be fun. It'll be good. Absolutely. And I've, I'm already trying to get on the other Merlin podcast. I asked them. They said, "Yeah." So, <laughs> so I'm trying to get around. I'm having an affair. I'm having an affair. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, How dare you go to the Toxic Camelot? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Um, you can follow us at Merlin underscore Cast on Twitter. You can follow Camelot Cast. It's what at at Camelot Cast. Yeah. Um, our website is www.merlincast.blogspot.com We have all our episodes on there. Um, we Oh, and vote. Vote if you want a Merlin Yeah, I was t-shirt. thinking about making Please, t-shirts, uh, but I just wanted to see if there's any interest in that. So I put a poll up and feel free to fill that out. Um, if you... I've been wanting a Camelot cast t-shirt for ages, but specifically for me, so I want to... Have, have you seen my logo? Yeah. For the yeah. show? Uh, that was a brilliant piece of art. Um, she she used to do um, Merlin art, but she's kind of gone off the show now, so she's not doing it anymore, oh. which is so sad. But I, I, I look at that and I find it's amazing. We worked on it together, mm-hmm. but she did all of it, and she's just amazing. So I, I made some other merchandise, but that's just for me. But <laughs> yeah, T-shirts are good. T-shirts are good. Have you ever worn <laughs> it and had someone come up to you and be like, oh, 
No, I've not made a t-shirt, but oh, I want a t-shirt, oh, but I've never, I've never, I've never actually gone and done it. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, yeah, you can, uh, so you can email us, uh, at, or not at, themerlincast at gmail.com. Um, and then the biggest thing that I kind of advocate every episode is to rate and review us on iTunes. Um, the more people that do, the more, uh, recognition we get on there. And we love to see what people's thoughts are on the show. Um, I believe that's all, right? You can like us on Facebook. I didn't mention that, but our Facebook's like really slacking. So our f- <laughs> don't look at our Facebook. Yeah, so, so, yes. So, so, so don't bother. Don't bother yeah, with the Facebook. Yeah, it's on like episode six. So it's a, it's a little behind. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I, I had it connected oh with Twitter and then I changed our um, Twitter handle. And when I did that, it screwed up like the process. And I, since then, I haven't been able to get it to work anymore. So it's just unless i update it every time which i don't um and there's only like there's not a lot of people that use it anyway so whatever if you want to see the archives of merlin cast you can go to facebook <laughs> yeah um right. but yeah is, uh do you want to say anything rona is there anything for camelot cast um um, I think you can um, now download new episodes of Camelot Cast from iTunes if you're already subscribed to it. I think it'll update, but I'm not really sure. It works for me, but I haven't really tested it out. Um, all the archive episodes are on the Live Journal page. Um, I'll just tweet it. I can't remember links and stuff. This is it's okay. all right though. Yeah. <laughs> this is after the live shows. Are we? putting we're gonna put the live show up right or try to uh yes i'm gonna just uh, i've had time to have a look at it and i'll, I'll see okay if I yeah no problem no rush I'll, I'll, yeah i'll send it over to you sometime in the future look out for our live show if you missed it it should be and you can right now you can go and listen to it on um if you go to spreaker.com and search camelot cast you can find the live show on there yeah, so right there um and it's live yep. it's it's un, it's unedited unpolished and a bit crazy because i i you you panic and you can't think and it's well for me anyway and i was trying to i had hundreds of links up and i couldn't find anything and people walk in and so it's fun if you want to see it properly unedited because most shows you kind of tidy up the messy bits (laughs) um but yeah it's live did you see that it has uh over 200 plays Oh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, yeah, yeah, the numbers I, were pretty good on it. So. Yeah, I think it's a combination of all the episodes. All, yeah, I think um, it's but all. I, but I haven't, I haven't seen the, the stats yet. So yeah, that's so, pretty good. Not bad. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. So thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will be back next week with a review of part two of Arthur's Bane. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Woo! <laughs> Bye.